to piss off the Germans. Was uh, um, Which one? Because, uh, die Gedanken sind frei. Uh, oh, yeah. Thoughts are free. Uh, I've got a melody to it. It does, actually. I can... Uh, <laughs> thoughts are free. <laughs> very timely. Very relevant. Yeah. And it, it got me thinking the other day about that. Anyway, I yeah. think we're probably not long enough, and we probably are actually live. So welcome to this episode of Maine Unstream. I'm joined... Um, you know, your finger right? No, that way. <laughs> I'm joined by Jonathan. Thank you, Bets. Yeah, just, you know, hey, six years, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Jonathan, welcome, mate. Thanks for coming on the mic with me. It's a pleasure to be on again. I really appreciate the invite. Yeah, we're, we, uh, we are living in some pretty, uh, pretty well, interesting, in the best possible way from Chairman Mao, the, uh, the interesting times. Um, we are. Yeah. What are you, yeah. What are your What are your thoughts, man? How are you? How are you? How are you going first in business, and, and what are you seeing happening? Well, I'm keeping very well, buddy. Uh, we're very fortunate to, you know, have an office space. We're in the online space. You know, come down and no, I might be actually admitting to breaking the law here. Who knows? But I'll write it out. Um, but you know, coming down to an office and having that escapism from, you know, sort of being at home with the kids, homeschooling, and um, you know, sort of being under house arrest, if you like. And uh, so, you know, being able to get out and I'm sort of an avid runner and stuff like that. So funnily enough, it's pretty much been business as usual uh, without kind of maybe sort of the weekend sort of experiences, um, external experiences, if you like. But there's been some big positives as well over for this period and certainly obviously spending more time with children, doing a bit more homeschooling and helping my 10-year-old just sort of brush up her maths because she's been really struggling with that. So actually there's been quite a few uh, silver linings that have come out of this. Um, but I, I would genuinely hope that it's also been a period of reflection for people as well and to really take stock and, you know, really think about their business and think about, you know, are they, are they running a relevant business right now are they speaking to the right people have they got the right message at the right time all of that sort of stuff and obviously you know you you're in the no fluff group and for the last yeah. four weeks just put countless posts out there about you know the need to sort of pivot and uh, to rise up as an authentic leader you know there's lots of good stuff in there um but aside from that really kind of thinking about ourselves our reality you know our conscious dimension and I mentioned a consciousness, whatever, and um, also thinking about the type of future that, you know, the type of world we want and our family to live in. So, you know, it's, it's funny when you sort of kind of captive behind, in, you know, inside these four walls or whatever, and you do have a lot of time to think. And of course, there's a lot of information out there. And, um, you know, it's about choosing very wisely what type of information you consume. Um, because as we know, information forms perceptions and perceptions form behavioral patterns. So it's really kind of being very choosy on uh, what type of stuff outside the mainstream narrative that we do choose to watch or read. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, um, I see a lot of people sort of becoming more and more entrenched in their beliefs around, you know, whether they're pro or uh, against what they see happening. Yeah. Uh, and then I also see a lot of people who are in the more uh, establishment side of the world who are starting to ask critical questions and challenge themselves in their 
and their belief system think you know i think quite a lot of the time that uh people throw up these labels of you know uh well yeah. and various anti-establishment labels yeah because it, it you know you know i was paste, pasting that on someone else um because it gives them some level of comfort yeah right and, and let them feel like they're normal and also and i think this is the bigger one though um the alternative the alternative that the person that they're labeling could be speaking the truth is so unthinkable for them mm. that that could never happen mm. and, you know i'm personally the sort of person who doesn't want to wait 50 years to get freedom of information releasing documents or whatever no um to demonstrate that you know what we believed to be back whenever was actually what was happening and there's enough documented evidence over the last centuries, millennia, that various organisations have not acted in the best interest of people. Yeah. Um, and I think it's probably, to a degree, delusional, at best naive, to think that we live in an enlightened world today where everybody is so enlightened that such mm. things never happen. You know, yeah. although that was, you know, the Greeks, the ancient Greeks did that and the the Romans did that. And, yeah, the, you know, the Nazis did that. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> right. We, we live in such a, such a, you know, free and democratic and enlightened society that could never happen here. And, right. you, know, you know, whether it's Australia, never. New Zealand, yeah. America, pick a country, it doesn't matter. Every country yeah. believes, unless they yeah. know that they live in a totalitarian rule, they, they you know, any, any countries living in this system of democracy, people believe that they have these unalienable rights and, and freedoms and, and that it could never happen to them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're pretty much living in a 3D world and, you know, now more than ever, we need to transcend to 5D and, um, you know, we need to think about our consciousness levels and um, think about our critical thinking skills. Uh, I put a post up recently in Facebook, um, you know, critical thinking is, um, uh, what is it? Uh, it's thinking about your thinking whilst you're thinking to make your thinking better. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately it's asking better questions. And that's what it is, is asking better, more relevant questions of what's going on and looking at dots and stop seeing them as random dots, seeing them as dots that actually interconnect, interweave with one another and actually sort of perceive the reality in which we need to uh, see to, in order to rise up but also to uh, guide others to do the same. And, you know, very much this right now, What's going on? I mean, you know, let's not just sort of pull out punches here. It's an attack on humanity. It's an attack on small businesses. It's an attack on our freedoms of speech. It's an attack on our rights as human beings. You know, so if people can't see that, then they need to start somewhere and start, you know, start, well, look, let's go back a little bit. You know, right now we're talking about rising up as an authentic leader. Uh, so as an authentic leader, that's about speaking your truth. Okay. Now, there are a lot of people out there that are too scared to say anything that they believe in because for the fear of upsetting a friend, a neighbor, a, you know, a close friend, an ex-girlfriend, whatever it is, you know, they're living in fear of speaking their truth. That's a 3D world, you know? That's, that's a duality type uh, paradigm 
you know, good and bad, competition, ego. You know, as soon as we transcend to 5D, where everything, everyone is one, and we can rise up at, yeah, as one together, then, you know, the power of love will always be evil and fear. Yeah. You know, when we're in gratitude, when we're expressing love, when we're vibrating love, we can't be in a, uh, a frequency of fear. You've got to look around what's going on. We're, we're, we're being sold to, you know, we're being marketed to. You know, people think about Trump, you know, winning the presidential election. That could never happen. It happened because of marketing people. It happened because of psychology and influence, persuasion. It's exactly what's going on right now in, in the system, the government. You know, the people behind the government talk about dark shadows or dark cult or, you know, the, the, the one percenters, the elitists. It doesn't matter what tag you put on them, but they're controlling the situation. They're controlling the narrative through the mainstream media. Look, if you don't believe me, look at it. You know, look at what's going on. Uh, look at how much fear-mongering there is out there. Look at how many mistakes are being made by so-called credible organizations. You know, the CDC totally balls up 60,000 you know, fatalities in the US and they've just readjusted that to 37,000. Ask question, ask the question, why did they do that? Yeah, and that, that's what it's about. Critical thinking is about questioning our thought process and yep. questioning our thinking all the time. And the more you do that, the more you realize actually that everything around us is pretty much a lie, I hate to say it, but from that, then we can create a new world, a new paradigm with a 5D paradigm in which you know we can all rise up together. Yeah, I, I agree. Mate. We uh, just on your point of being marketed to. It, as soon as as soon as something is not you know is not fair dinkum, authentic, or, is the, or the, I guess maybe the degree with which something is to which something is authentic and fair dinkum, uh, that is directly um, what's the word. The more, the more, the less it is. The more marketing they need to do. Yep. And the the amount of marketing out there, and you're absolutely right. You know, why did Trump come to power? Marketing. Why did Obama come to power? Same marketing, right? And 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 both sides of the of of the divide um, use it. And I guess that's that's part of it. There's this divide, right? There's this there's this space between yeah people, and both sides think they're right, and they are right in their own reality. That's so, right. Yeah. But when, it's wonderful. when you worship Satan, you're always right. You know, <laughs> you know if you're a Lucif Luciferian and, you know, you practice Satanism, of course you're right in thinking that you want to depopulate the planet and you want to control human beings and you want to, you know, create this uh, uh, earth grid of 5G towers and antennae and, you know, controlling hybrid AI human bots. Of course you think you're right when you practice Satanism. And, and that's, you know, th th this is the dark underbelly that's being exposed. Look around. There are no coincidences. They're just synchronicities. Look around. Well, look at what's happening, you know. Mm. And this has been snowballing for years. You know, dark is coming to light. And you're either on that wagon or you continue to be in acquiescence and you just let your reality unfold. And, you know, there's, there's, there's so many similarities between what we advocate in business to what people should really be doing in just normal world you know we, uh, we talk about 
people just you know, being proactive over reactive. Well, that's what I mean by acquiescence, you know, not having that attitude, not just letting things happen to you and then reacting, believing, reacting. Be proactive. The only way to be proactive right now is to start thinking critically and start thinking outside the box. Remove the box. Think outside the mainstream narrative. There are some amazing, credible, non-bribed, non-biased, uh, whatever you want to call it, independent peer review scientists out there that you can learn from. They have nothing to gain by telling their truth. You know, from a business point of view, they're doing what I'm advocating to people in our group. They're rising up. They're speaking authentically. They're speaking their truths. Go and follow people like that. Stop picking up newspapers. Stop watching the TV and listening to the radio. You know, or at least ban it for the weekend as a very much a starting point. And start actually listening to people that don't have an agenda. You know, they or people that don't have an, they're not paid. You know, they, they've been around for years. They're well respected in their industry. Like I say, independent peer review scientists, there's many out there. I can give you a couple, Dr. Andrew Kaufman, Dr. Rashid Butner. That's two, just for starters. Go and check out their work. Go and check out what they're saying about this whole so-called corona virus that's around us. And yep. then start putting the dots together with, oh, well, so maybe that is why the CDC got that wrong. Maybe that is why Imperial College of London um, over, massively overinflated, you know, the predicted fatalities worldwide. So governments could be fear-mongered into making citizens stay in their homes for four to six weeks and crash the business economy while they're at it. You know, maybe that is why that happened. It starts to make a little bit more sense. It may not be black and white, but you can start connecting the dots and seeing through the veil. And that's what people have to start doing now. They have to do it now because everything that's been an agenda for the past 30 years is, you know, it's accelerating massively and it's coming to fruition. So now is the time. Uh, yeah, absolutely agree. And, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, well, that would mean that um, the entire world governments would have to be in on something. And the answer is no, actually not. Yeah. It, you know, um, that famous quote, and it's a real quote from Hermann Goering, when he was in Spandau prison after the war, uh, waiting, um, awaiting his uh, execution, where, you know, he makes it very clear, and it's not just from the Nazi period, it comes from, look back through history, there are enough examples of it. You, yeah. don't, need, you don't need a, uh, a large group of people to influence a, a larger group. You only need a few core people right. who have perceived authority. And when it's backed by money, so I say in these sorts of things, watch the money flow. You may not see it now, but we'll see it soon enough. Yeah. When you have a small group of people who have perceived authority in a certain area yeah. and they have the money to back them, they can get influence beyond what is reasonable to believe would be possible. To yeah. Actually yeah. And, you know, when... Because all those, all those, those, those couple of experts you mentioned, all those other experts, those other people out there who are respected in their communities. Yeah. Now the challenge, of course, comes when they put they put content out there. Yeah. And because it's not supporting the mainstream narrative. Right. It's deleted. Yeah. From the internet. Yeah. By by mainstream companies like Google. Could you imagine? I mean, it's when Google first came about, it would be unfathomable to think that they 
would go and do that sort of censorship. Now, of course, yeah. the founders, of course, were um, apparently getting their, their private jet refueled by the by the US military for free. So right. <laughs> I suspect they owe a few people a few things. You surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, unfathomable yeah. to think that. Now, of course, they're, yeah. they're all watching their, their share price at the moment. And of course, it's up there. They're bowing to the various pressures. Yeah. But how could, you know, and what, what it reminds me of is, is uh, Fahrenheit 451. And here's, yeah. here's a bit of a warning. Yeah. We all moved to this digital space. And don't get me wrong, I have a Kindle library and an Audible library from, you know, here to, here to the end of the universe and back. Yeah, right. And I got rid of, and stupidly, years ago, I got rid of boxes and boxes of physical books. Right. What really occurred to me now is this, though. Fahrenheit 451, if anyone's never, ever, yeah, for those who haven't read it, it's a, it's a dystopia where books are burnt and the fire brigade goes around and burns all the books. Yeah. Okay. Given the censorship that happens, that someone's YouTube channel can be turned off, hmm. someone's YouTube video can be deleted, content can be deleted from the internet via, from at least from the search engines, yeah, uh, and not to be found, and then hosting taken down. Given yeah. that can all happen, it won't require fire brigades to go and delete all your Kindle books. And it's not like uh, this is a third world or a dictatorship sort of thing. If you look through the history of uh, so-called first world Western countries. Hmm. We, all of our countries have a history of banning books. Even a book that when I went to school, Brave New World, yep. yeah, Aldous Huxley, um, that was one of the cornerstone pieces of literature that we had to read. Yeah. Yeah. The Australian government back in 32 to 37, I think yeah. that was the roughly, yeah. banned the thing. Hmm. So just as victors write the history, the government and the sentiment at the time determines what is and isn't acceptable. And when you have books in your library that are no longer deemed acceptable reading, you'll yep. just find them deleted. Exactly, buddy. And you look at, um, I mean, that's a massive point there. But and I just want to go back to your, um, you know, your uh, Google censorship, YouTube censorship. You know, talked about um, David Icke, Brian Rose. Um, They've just been interviewed. Uh, I think uh, Brian Rose on the London Real Show just interviewed David Icke, uh, David Icke for the third time. I think over a sort of couple of months there. Um, you know, that I believe that interview had you know. An amazing amount. I think of the most amount of live viewers. I think it was up to a million live viewers wow. watching that. Now, of course, what happened on the uh, the second interview? Yeah, see, the system, the mainstream system. You know, the the people pulling the strings realized on the first interview. Oh my God, these these people <laughs> are getting voices. They're getting crowds. They're getting audiences. So on the second interview, what was ha what happened is that was pulled from YouTube and censored from YouTube. So, of course, now Brian Rose, is, um, he's put out a crowdfunding project to create an own independent type sort of internet platform that's, you know, not reliant on the Silicon Valley mafia, which is a great move, I have to say. Mm. And um, that third interview that just took place, you know, lots of people in attendance, but you have to go back to as I say, why they're censoring these people. Because if if they are just stupid people, I hope there's not too much noise uh, interference here, mate. We've got buses being cleaned outside, so it's always fun. <laughs> there's a, a Can't fun. hear anything, mate. It's all good. Uh, okay, Ooh. I'm getting splashed. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, you, you think, well, if they're stupid people and they're just conspiracy theorists and, you know, tinfoil hat types, then let them be because stupid people, as you and I both know, mate, they trip themselves up all the time, yep. you know, and stupid people don't know they're stupid, right? So <laughs> why censor them? If, if they've yep. got nothing useful to add or, you know, then in, in any way in terms of influencing, you know, influencing this uh, counter-narrative, if you like, to the mainstream, why censor them? That's, yep. that, that's what we've got to ask. And again, that's the critical thinking cogs going off. You know, I, I talk about critical thinking and a lot of people go, oh, critical thinking, well, that's just conspiracy theorist talk. <laughs> no, critical thinking is what you're doing if you're in business right, right now anyway. It's the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, and the how. Who is controlling a lot of what we're seeing and hearing? What is the agenda? Where are we going if we continue to live in acquiescence? And when potentially will this happen? And, you know, forget the why part because it'll be too late by then. But what I really kind of want to focus on in this today is to be to keep it practical and sort of really sort of focus and touch on that how part, how, you know, we can sort of rise and sort of build forces as, you know, a collective consciousness. Because without that, you know, look at what's going on. You know, um, again, 5G, 5G towers being rolled out during this time of lockdown. You know, so you're telling me that people in the technology space erecting 5G cell towers, they are essential workers. Is that what the government's telling people? You know, look at look into 5G. Just you know, do it for a laugh. If you don't believe this stuff, just do it for a laugh. You know, just go and watch some of it and then ask questions. And if you still think it's nonsense, then fair play and good luck to you is what I say. All right. But you know, there's a great there's got a couple of documentaries on YouTube at the moment, and they've kind of been created sort of in a movie format, which is good because it engages people. And especially if people are in this kind of sort of hybrid sleep type states, then it's great for people to sort of be engaged in a movie Hollywood type format. But there are so many kind of truths to it and there's so much good information. I won't say truth because I want to keep this kind of hypothetical today. I don't I don't want to play the blame and claim game um, and have the video taken down. So we, I want to keep it hypothetical. We all have our own truth, right? And everyone watching this yeah. has their truth. So you know I know, but I realize that I'm gonna offend YouTube. Or uh, Facebook, if I ha if I speak my truth, and the video will probably be taken down. So let's talk about the hypotheticals and the what if instead. You know, what if you go and watch that video? There's a there's a video called Out of the Shadows um, on YouTube, which you can freely watch right now. It's amazing that it's still on YouTube, but hey. Um, there's another one, Five uh, G Apocalypse. Dramatic, I know, but there's some fantastic information in there as well. When I say fantastic. Information. I'm incredible, highly credible sources. People saying the same thing again. Dots connecting. How many dots can we connect before we start to sort of see our real, you know, perceive our real reality around us? Yeah. And and the five G side of things, you know, it's very interesting. You know, sixty gigahertz of electromagnetic frequency waves around us. You know, scientists. Um, all of these people, uh, I mean, there's some epidemic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, chuck me a life raft. Um, epidemic, epidem, ep 
epidemiologists. That one. Yeah, they were all coming out and saying to the government that this is an absolute, you know, horror show for for health. And government was listening and being right. Yeah, there's no research going to be done. Yeah, we listened to all these cases that are being pitched to us to councils. And yeah, that all sounds. Yeah, there is no um, evidence. Yes, 5G is totally different to anything we've seen before, and 3G and 4G. Um, there, there is scientific facts that 60 gigahertz of your know, high frequency radiation it impairs our immune system. Um, it uh, impairs our cells' ability to absorb oxygen, which in turn creates toxins in the body, which is what we get a lot of sickness and toxic people. We're seeing that, and just as an interesting sort of side note, we talk about this uh, whole coronavirus being a respiratory disease. Well, you know, think about the places where 5G radiation is so highly dense at the moment. You know, where does it affect? people where does the 5g radiation affect people it's in the lungs you know um the cells create these things called and this is just research i've done i'm not i'm not preaching here this is research that i've listened to and done myself and know it's scientific fact but the cells you know when they create toxins and these microbes they you know they die and create multiple toxins it's called exosomes um people if you go and look up exosomes you'll see how the whole Function of, an, function of an exosome is congruent to what we're being told about the COVID-19 virus. So, you know, lots of people with respiratory issues. Who's it going to affect? Of course, it's going to affect the elderly, people that have already got pre-existing conditions or, a, or weaker immune systems, you know, and they're being poisoned from the inside out. Now, this is scientific fact. Our cells cannot absorb oxygen at 60 gigahertz of radiation around us. And those people that want to go and, you know, fact check me on, go for it, okay, because I've got plenty of credible sources that can, you know, counter that. So I'm going to go with the information, the research that I've done amongst these credible scholars and scientists and peer-reviewed scientists that are outside the mainstream narrative, and I'll make my own decision. Thank you very much. And that's what I encourage everyone else to be doing as well at this time. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to see more people actually going out and, and you know whether whether you are someone who supports the mainstream narrative or not, do you support it because you just accept it and you want to get on with what you're doing? Yeah. Or do you accept it because you've gone and looked at both sides of the argument, which is I know what you've done, Jonathan, which is what I do. Yeah. If I see something, you know, if someone sends me something, um about well whatever it is um i go i go and see if i can find the original source so for example someone sends me something about uh, legislation you know that some legislation was passed okay great i can't you know like because uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff out there about um legislation being initiated early last year late last year early last year etc and for covid 19 coronavirus and, the rest of it. and i'm not saying that that you know the people in the halls of of power didn't have something they were trying, they were getting ramped up for. I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying they were. Just when you look at some of the legislation and you look back over the history of the bill, the introduction of 
the, con the term COVID-19. Okay, that only happened after COVID-19 became public. The introduction of coronaviruses towards it only happened somewhere halfway down the bill. It wasn't originally in there. However, there are some, that said, where it was blatantly, you know, um, there from the beginning. So yeah. just because just because you hear something, don't go and parrot it. Left, you know, whether you're whether you're for or against what you see happening, don't just go and parrot it because oh, it's the government line, or because yeah. it's the the World Health Organization line, you know, or it's the CDC line, and or whatever. I mean, I saw an article there the other day on <laughs> from from it was posted in the Chinese Daily or something or the China Daily, <laughs> saying that you know the the statistics and the data out of China was totally credible. I'm like, right. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's sort of like having a studies, you know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I have like intelligent friends, intelligent people in my circles. You know that, like you say, you you, you kind of you've hit the nail on the head. They, it's not that they're living in ignorance. It's almost like, well, we'll just see how it plays out, and we'll just kind of you know we'll go with it, we'll roll with it, and. Um, you know, and then I have some people that I know that are in the IT side of things and just even embrace, you know, the, the AI kind of paradigm and hybrid AI human bot, whatever you want to call it, you know. Um, and I kind of look at that and it really does frustrate me from a point of view of, well, it's selfish. It's a selfish mentality because it's like, well, I'm just going to look after myself. Mm. You know, I think it, it hits you more when you've got kids, when you've got children you're not thinking about yourself anymore. You're thinking about other people outside yourself. And, but I, again, I know parents that don't do this as well. So, you know, there has to come a point <laughs> where the, the pieces of the puzzle fit together so well that you kind of go, my God, there's a puzzle there. <laughs> Rather than going, you know what, there is a puzzle there, but I don't know if I want to know about the puzzle, you know, because now is not the time, like I say, for being indifferent, um, having that attitude of acquiescence. I keep using that because it's so true. And and people, you know, just sitting around watching it unfold while they eat their popcorn from the comfort of their home sofa. No, it's not the time for that now. We've, we're at an absolute critical point in humanity's history where people have to start stepping up, rising up, looking at what's going on, asking better questions, tapping into people that know maybe more than them, asking them why they think what they think. You know, it, it's small steps. You and I have probably been tumbling down this, you know, if you want to call it a rabbit hole, we've been tumbling down it for, you know, decades. But the reality is when you're starting out, it's little pieces here and there, connecting dots, to, gets to a point where you can no longer accept the paradigm and the society in which you're living in. Because you're compelled on a higher shift of high level of consciousness to do something about it. Yeah, I agree, man. Now, I just want to get into the AI in a second, but yeah. just back to one thing you were saying before about um, you know, uh, critical thinking, conscious thinking versus um, the censorship from removing content from the internet based on government instruction or government narrative, right? Yeah. And anyone who questions any questions the the um, intent behind such a statement, let me, let yeah. me put it in context for you. On a school ground, you have 
people who are bullies and then you have people who say things that you don't agree with. Now, yeah. I teach my son and I know that you're very similar, Jonathan, that when someone says something which you think is, well, you know, they're either aggressive or they're just, they're, they're, their way of being is does not resonate with you, then just let them be. Similar mm -hmm. to what you're saying before, we don't, we don't try and beat them up or anything. We just let them be and let them go on their way and we go that way and, hey, good luck to you. Yeah. And that is the critical thinker's way of being. Yeah. Say, okay, that's what you believe. I'm not here to convince you. Yeah. Can't persuade you either. It is what it is. We'll agree to disagree for now. You go there, I'll go there. Yeah. The bully, on the other hand, wants to compel you and beat you into submission. Yeah. And take away whatever it is that you believe to be true in favor of their way of thinking. And so anyone who thinks that the intent behind, you know, saying that, uh, you know, content's being deleted and therefore conspiracy or whatever, think of it in those terms. Who's being uh -huh. a bully and who's being a critical thinker? Yeah. Who's being a thinker. And you, you yeah. know, I agree. It's going to take a lot of conscious, I believe we probably brought, the, the global consciousness probably brought about this whole damn crisis in one form or another. Yeah. And if we, if we all explore and examine ourselves, we can probably figure out what it is in our lives we need to figure out yeah. and, and get access to that we yeah. have been able to get access to or still still getting access to through everything that's been put in place. And now it's yeah. time for us to turn that around. Let's yeah. just let's talk, yeah. you know, talk AI for a second. Yeah. I, per, you know, I personally believe that AI is, is going to be an inevitable life form. I've been recently by a great mate, uh, Phil Shepard, put me onto the book Homo Sapiens, which God knows how I didn't figure that one out before. Have you read that before, Homo Sapien? I might have read the Blinkist summary. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one, it is one of those books. Right? It's a very interesting read, right? Yeah. yeah. But, um, that, that just gives a history of people. I haven't yeah. read Evanese followers. Well, I've, all, I've, yeah. I've said for many, many years now, AI is coming. We all know that you know, singularity yeah. is predicted by the people who created AI is predicted yeah. to come into being at 2030. For those who don't know what singularity is, that, that is when human uh, consciousness and AI merge. Okay. Um, AI is coming as a form. Human yeah. beings in the biggest, sorry, sorry, not human beings, human, homo sapiens, yeah. in the biggest, because there have been many humans across yeah. the various homo genuses. Um, it's, and Homo sapiens are the only ones who have, have survived. Yeah. Basically. Homo sapiens haven't actually been around this earth for all that long, right? And in the bigger scheme, scheme of things, it's unlikely if we keep going the way we're going mm. that the Homo sapien form mm. continue to be around on this planet for very long. Yeah. In the bigger scheme of things, over how long the earth has been here and the universe. Yeah. Whatever. yeah. AI is and when it when it gets to a life form is simply another life form and i reckon people are going to have to come to terms with it mm. i don't you know and then and then cross species breeding yeah probably be you know i'm not saying i'm a this necessarily but no. think back think back to the japanese in the time of the samurai where cross breeding between japanese and non-japanese was so, and even until up until the second world war a little bit beyond the crossbreed, you know, crossbreeding sounds so terrible, but the crossbreeding of Japanese with non-Japanese was terrible. Right. Um, yet the rest of the world is just a mishmash of everything. 
So I suspect yeah. I, I suspect right, everything's going smart, buddy. We're, we're <clears throat> and like I said, it's it's like what I was saying before. You know, some people they they have some sort of tiptoe in, um, you know, toe in the water here, and they understand a bit of what's going on and a bit about the agenda. But they embrace this whole smart technology world. Mm. The problem is you've got to do the pros and the cons. You know, and if we're going to live in a totalitarian technocracy, which you can't say 10 times quickly, by the way, um, then you've got to ask yourself, is that pro bigger than the con? Because I know which way I stand. And, um, you know, we look at smart and everything smart. Smart's a military term, by the way. It's a controlled military weaponized term for anyone that's interested. And if you haven't, if you don't know that. So when we talk about smart cities and smart dust falling from the clouds in the rain through geoengineering and everything else. And we talk about heavy surveillance, you know, on mass surveillance being, you know, monitoring our thoughts, our temperature, everywhere we move. And, um, you know, because don't forget, everything that can track us can take away things. <laughs> on the other side, it takes away what we naturally do. So if people can track our movement, then we're limited in our movement. If people can track our thoughts, we're limited in our thoughts. Our thoughts effectively aren't our own. Okay, so if that's the particular world that people want to live in, where we are that hybrid AI human bot and our thoughts are no longer our own, our movements are no longer our own and we're all chipped up through mandatory vaccines and you know paying for our groceries through our hand or whatever it is, then great, good luck to you, but I'm not subscribing to it myself. <laughs> and, and that, you know, and because you've got to really look at it, is it something that you want? Is this being pushed on you or is this something that you actually want to happen? Yeah. And I'd if, hope If you that consciously want it, go for it. Matter. Yeah. Uh, just let the rest, not the rest, but let those who don't want it not have it. Like, I don't want to eat apples. You don't yeah. eat apples. Yeah. You want to eat bananas? You don't eat bananas. So you want to go and yeah. merge with AI consciousness because of whatever. Yeah. You want to live in a smart city. Yep. Because whatever. On the grid. On the grid. By all means, go and do it. Yep. However, if we are if we are living in a society which is truly free, yep. where you have freedom of choice. Yeah. For some reason, Devo's song just came into the back of the bed. <laughs> we go things, things that make you go, hmm, by the way. I just want to apologize. You know, that CNC factory, um, not De La Soul on our last interview. That's that's true, yeah. Um, as, yeah. as good as De La Soul is, of course, right? Apologize for CC. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you want to do that, go and do that. Those yeah. who don't want to do that, allow them to go and do that. So just as much as they'll allow you to go and be, you know, your your AI merged, whatever. So you'll have three different species. You'll have AI, uh, you know, Homo AI or whatever, just AI. You'll have the Homo AI, Homo sapien AI hybrid, and you'll have Homo sapien, and you'll have three species living side by side. And you want to live in a communist dictatorship world? Then that's go for it. If that's yeah. if that's your buzz, do it. Yeah. Um, I would What's happening in China? Social credit system, right? And a lot of yeah. a lot of people don't know about this, and yeah. and the technology is being rolled out in. Western cities already, Darwin in Australia is already implementing components of it. And in fact, in Sydney, you see parts of the whole smart technology being yeah. rolled out. And I realize right now it's, you know, it's, there's, there's some cameras, there are some cameras and stuff, and there's the uh, 
the automatic pedestrian crossings that they've implemented. That's yeah. smart technology, it's sort of sensing where you are and allowing, you know, and, and changing the the traffic and traffic sequencing based on people's position in the in the traffic. Seeing that, yeah. having that in the, where we live as well. Yeah. Um, but Darwin's rolling out, but social credit. This is a system that assesses your every move. 200 million cameras around yeah. China. Face cameras, yeah, facial camera, facial recognition, yeah. Recognising who you are, yeah. your every move watched, analysed, yeah. what you buy, what you look at, yeah. what you buy in physical experience as well as online. So it's, it's taking the online tracking that people find so invasive and now putting it into the public domain. And what that does gives you, and this, this is not secret or anything, this is, you know, this is admitted by the Chinese government openly because Chinese citizens, some of them love it. They say, oh, this is fantastic. Best well, they, they've friend. never known anything different. <laughs> Correct, right? In a communist world, so, you know, great. Because they have a high social credit score and now suddenly they get access to cheaper home loans, they get access to... Yeah, um, no, there's always, there's always the, the advantages that marketing, like we've already talked about, sells you. You know, it sells you those benefits and that's what they're selling. And it's like you look at the, the COVID safe, as, was it COVID safe app right. in Australia? Well, of course, what are they selling there? They're selling be safe so that if you come in to contact with anyone that's potentially got the virus, then you're safe. What people aren't doing is they're looking at the other way. They're looking at, well, let's remove the BS marketing for a moment and let's actually look at what it really is. It's an app that tracks your movements. It's an app that can go, okay, you've gone 20 miles outside where you live. Why? Go back or you'll be fined or you may even be fined just for that. And they're sending texts to people. And the other part that I really am struggling to get my head around, and look, there's some intelligent people out there downloading these apps, and I'm, <clears throat> I still scratch my head at this one, I have to say. But, you know, if you're in a shopping, say you're in the queue, and uh, you get a text, notifies you, oh, by the way, so-and-so behind you had, you know, tested positive for COVID, what do you got to do now? You got to go and isolate for 14 bloody days, you know? It's backwards. Mm. <laughs> the app's supposed to protect you, yet you're the one isolating. Come yep. on, you know, and, and think of the abuse that to this. And it's like I said, with the whole desensitizing that goes on in the world, you know, we, you know, <clears throat> our Truman Show that we live in, you know, and I say Truman Show. Have you seen the movie Jim Carrey? Uh, yeah, yeah, fantastic movie. You need to look at that and The Matrix again with a fresh pair of eyes for mm. anyone that hasn't watched those movies recently. But it, it feels like everything, you know, that that that's that's the actual society that the dark cult want they want the truman show where you're walking around people are on microphones and cameras and everything else and if you're not playing good little citizen you'll be switched off from the grid that is what we're going towards a totalitarian tiptoe as david ike calls it that so it's happening piece by piece jigsaw piece fitting in with you know each piece as we go 5G radiation is another piece of that jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Smart cities is another piece of that jigsaw puzzle. But we've been conditioned since we were born, the day we were born, through Hollywood, through media, uh, through the academic system, sadly. We've been conditioned to believe this Truman Show. And now we're getting to the point where these apps are great for us and they have our best interests at heart. So, well... If we've got the app, then surely 
we're not going to, you know, resist against having a vaccine. You know, yeah. it's just another step. It's a logical step. We've got an app. We're protecting ourselves from COVID. Let's just go and get a vaccine and complete it. And that's what's happening. These little steps, these little pieces are fitting together and slowly people are becoming so desensitized to the whole concept of control and you know deception and the fact that this is actually for their best interests so let me let me take what that you just said there a couple of concepts and just overlay it on on how we do business right we're all in business and what do we do we want to bring a new product to market we want to see how people react to things we want to see how they respond to our messaging and uh the intent we have behind stuff what do we do we do market research we'll release some minimal vi minimal viable product into the market yeah very little but we want to see how people use it we want to see what their response is exactly what i thought as soon as that came out it was my thought process exactly it's marketing 101 it's business 101 marketing 101 you know it's, it's exactly what we preach people to do yeah and it doesn't matter whether it's a COVID safe yeah. app in australia or any COVID app anywhere in the world it's just yeah. it's part of us part of its function is to determine how many people in that particular country are prepared to accept the concept of what it is that that does so yeah. that the next step can be taken and then the next thing is um in business we like to have a product and then we like to have something that we can sell after the product something on a recurring basis whether you sell uh, a lamp and you yep. need light bulbs or you, whatever it is. It's there's some sort of thing that people have to keep coming back. Some some disposable, non-durable product that they need. And the pharmaceutical industry, sorry to pick on them, but oh, the pharmaceutical industry in the you know you look at look at the number of vaccines and you know I know we're going to get a whole bunch of pro-vax people hating me right now. Well, great, love hate mail. Send it on. Bring it on. Just let them go to the smart city, buddy. Yeah, totally right. You know, <laughs> the, the the pharmaceutical industry has all these vaccines that they chuck yeah. into a baby at the at birth, and you know, it's a one-time thing, basically, right? Yep. So how do they how do they get their recurring thing? Because they're moving towards vaccines away from other other uh, other medications, which is a trend that's not just me coming up with. You see this in the in the pharmaceutical companies' annual reports and all the rest of them yourselves if you go and read them, right? Yep. So they need just quickly there that the same vaccines that have two different types of disinfectant substances in them. Yeah, that'd be right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We all know Trump. What Trump did? He played his Trump card, didn't he? By yeah. talking about disinfecting the lungs, which he was actually talking about UV light, by the way, which is out there. You know, UV uh, blood irradiation and ozone therapy are two of the world's best kept secrets in the natural healthcare industry that very little people know about, but they're saving lives, thousands of lives, and cancer patients along with um no, this is going to test me uh hydroxy uh yeah i can't pronounce it chloroquine <laughs> yeah, um, right. hey let's forget about that let's forget about those things that work and you know they've they've been shown to work and um they heal the body naturally forget about all of it because we need the vaccine first and then we can do those studies later Absolutely, you know, and people are getting coming down on the on the flu vaccine. There's, you know, there's a lot of anti-flu vaccine, right? So, what do we need? We need a new vaccine that reinvigorates that whole thing, which people will need to get every year because there'll be a new coronavirus every year. Because they've been affected in the past, haven't they? So, I mean, why wouldn't you? Totally right. And, and just on cancer, right? Two guys I know. One is my younger brother, and yeah. one is a great bloke, Thomas Reed. But especially my younger brother, right? Um, 
a few months before my wedding, uh, back in 2001, he was rushed to the um, uh, Munich University Clinic Hospital with pain in the stomach. He had a burst appendix. They right. took a biopsy of stuff from inside his you know, stomach cavity. Turned out to be a type of cancer, which was one of these, you know, ones that's like totally rare. Uh, no one ever survives. Uh, it's less than some you know minute percentage of people in the world that ever get it. And they basically gave him three weeks, three months to live. Right. Okay. Um, it turned out there was only one place in the world that could even detect the thing on an ongoing basis. That was in Uppsala in Sweden. He was living in Munich, Germany at the time. Right. Um, anyway, so they gave him three weeks to three months to live. Now, he, neither he nor my father accepted that diagnosis, and they went out and they researched what else could be done because there was obviously from the medical industry, because it was so rare, there was no cure. Yeah. So they went out and they researched what could be done. Now, needless to say, that was 2001. We're now living in, in uh, 2020, and he is alive and well in Sydney with a thriving uh, legal practice um, with chambers in six countries and six legal degrees and one other degree, computer engineering degree. So, uh, and the doctors have no explanation as to why that could possibly be. No. Well, of course, it's not in the mainstream narrative. That's why. And that really kind of brings it back, doesn't it? Everything that's mainstream narrative, it's rigid, it's structured, and it has an agenda behind it to keep people thinking very one way. You know, how many people know there's 10 dimensions? You know, how many people know that they can tap into those 10 dimensions? You know, how many, we live in the 3D world. Most people live in the 3D world, the duality paradigm. You know, five dimensional is achievable for most people. Just start thinking, outside of themselves and start realizing that everything actually is connected humanity is connected humanity is one we're holograms of the universe we're in the universe the universe in is in us we're interconnected with the web mm -hmm. it, it, it's that simple that is 5d five-dimensional and I, I kind of find it funny because we've got this 5g versus 5d kind of battle going on and uh, again i don't think that's a coincidence but <laughs> There's just, there's a lot to think about, but, you know, even the, the term conspiracy theorist, you know, where did that come from? It was coined by the CIA back in 1963. Why? To deter truth seekers from asking too many questions about Jeff Kennedy's death. Now, video probably will go down now, sorry, mate. <laughs> that's okay. That's where it comes from. Yet people use that loosely and throw, you know, slurs at people for actually using their brain in an intelligent way and spending hours thinking outside the box in the mainstream narrative, learning this information, you know, and um, they, get, they get slandered for it. You know, this is, the same, this is the same organization. Yeah. Just, I mean, forget about everything else they've done. You know, again, more doc, this is documented. This is the same organization that purchased the rights to an entire stock of LSD when it was first manufactured. They own the, they own the papers, right? <laughs> and, and the same organization that tested LSD, and this is again documented, on a French yeah. village post-war where people started jumping out of windows and killing themselves because they wanted to see what it could do. Yeah. <laughs> and they found out. <laughs> and they found out. So again, you don't have to believe me. Go on, you know, go on. Information is there. Most of this information is there. It's, it's hiding in plain sight, as, as is the agenda that's unfolding in front of our eyes. You know, it's, yeah. it's whether you want to, you know, switch on to what's going on or you want to just be 
in the system and you want to be effectively a guinea pig in the system because you're talking about, you know, vaccinate. It just needs to be enough people. It doesn't need to be the whole population because there's lots of people that won't go anywhere. We won't go anywhere near them. Um, I, I can think of thousands of other people that won't go anywhere near them. But it's that kind of 2080. Let's bring some business into this again. That Pareto's principle, you know, that 2080. All we need is 20% of the population to kind of go, okay, well, they, they had it. This is, you know, this is needed. This is this is called for. You know, there's that demand for it. You know, think in business sense, and and that will be enough. Yep. You know, and the, these paid off human guinea pigs that they start with, you know, gladly go and get it. And, um, and if they want to get it, let them get it. Um, just don't come uh, anywhere near me because you'll have it. This is the irony, right? You're going to be in jail with, with something. Yeah. And then, which is this? This is what I get about the mindset. Yeah. I'm pro-vax, so I'm a pro-vaccine person. I'm going to get myself injected yep. with, with the virus yeah. so that I build up immunity against it. Yeah. Okay. Now I have the virus in me, right? Yeah. But you, who don't want to get vaccinated, don't you come anywhere near me because you could give me the virus, but I've just taken the thing that I'm saying is supposed to protect me against the virus, and you who don't have it in you, you're going to give it to me? Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit oxymoronic, isn't it, should we say, or just maybe moronic for having it done in the first place, who knows. But what we do know is that the disinfectants actually kill the antibodies anyway because don't forget there's two disinfectant substances in it. So that whole kind of philosophy of, oh, it protects me because it's creating the antibodies against the virus, no, it doesn't happen because the disinfectant kills that. So actually <laughs> you're not, and you're. I think it's... Again, go and do the research, go and listen to the people that are actually saying this stuff and saving lives, that you're seven to eight times more likely to get that virus by having a vaccine. But anyway, yeah, what do I know? Yeah, I saw a, I saw a thing on MSN. So for those people who love mainstream media, I don't think it gets much more mainstream than MSN these days, right? Mm -hmm. um, saw an article on there about the Italian numbers. Yeah. And it turned out that less than 1%, something like 0.8% of the deaths had no other condition. Roughly 25% of the deaths would have been that have been attributed to this. Yep. One condition, one other underlying condition. Roughly 25% yep. of them had two underlying conditions and almost 50, so about 48 plus percent of the deaths had three or more underlying conditions. Yeah. Um, I'm over here, mate. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's incredible. And again, you know, ask the questions. We go back to the start. What we we're saying about asking relevant questions, thinking a bit more critically, and going, well, okay, if up to eighty percent of the cases are mild to asymptomatic, then does that warrant a complete shutdown of the world, where people are actually in depression and gaining all sorts of domestic violence and suicides and um, drinking and unhealthy and everything else, all those other challenges that are rolling out from this, does that justify as well as actually all the small businesses that are losing their livelihoods? Does it justify the shutdown? No, no it does not in my opinion. So if you're, in, if you're in a small business especially, but whatever business you're in, start thinking about how you're going to come back from that. From this. Yeah. And what that's that's why we're doing this, isn't it? That's why we're doing this. We're not. We're coming from a place of authenticity and genuine passion for 
getting this go, getting the economy going and for helping small businesses uh, get back up and running. And as, as I've talked about, you know, being leaders, because um, a wise Mahatma Gandhi quite rightly said, buddy, be the change you want to see in the world. And of course, you know, that goes uh, for not just the world, goes for the people in your circles of influence. Um, because we're witnessing, as I say, this bifurcation within our society and people's beliefs, you know, behavioural patterns. And now is the time, as I say, for that transition. Here we go again. <laughs> transition, you know, of consciousness yeah. more than ever, because that is the only thing that's going to win out. You know, however this goes on, that's the only thing that's going to play to our advantage. Because right now we're the servants. We're being told what to do. And what I do love is there's so many influential voices out there that are speaking up against this. And I love the fact that you're doing this uh, this interview series for others to come on and speak up against it because the more people do that, the more they'll influence the people in their circles that will influence people in their circles and you create that domino effect. So, Yeah, thanks, mate. Much appreciate it. So appreciate uh, if you want to connect with uh, Jonathan, we're coming up to the hour. Good one. If you want to connect with Jonathan, mate, the best way I'd suggest is probably on your uh, your Facebook community. Yeah, we're all about authentic marketing in the no fluff marketing uh, community for game changing entrepreneurs. And you know, I, I'm eating my own dog food. You know, it's about get <laughs> when I say game changing entrepreneurs, I mean purpose driven, heart centered, higher perspective. You know, higher being entrepreneurs and that's exactly what we're talking about today yeah and if you want to you know whatever it is you do you know in your business and in life think about what you how you're going to get through this how you're going to come out the other end and by in thinking that don't necessarily just think about how you've done things until now think about and explore what it is you can do to help the world irrespective of where you sit in the whole discussion whether you're pro or against any of the topics we've discussed today, what can you do to help the world as a, as a planet, as a people, to get through this and come out the other end as human beings, homo sapiens on this planet? You know, um, governments are there to serve the people, in, at least in Western democratic societies. They are, the, they are there to serve the people. They are there for the people. They are not the controllers of the people. And if no, you look in your... We con- like yeah, we let them, yeah. Look in your constitution, wherever you are. I'm going to have to wrap this up in a second, but look in your, wherever you are in the world, look in your country's constitution. And unless you're living in some dictatorship or, or similar, you will find those sorts, that sort of, that sort of sentiment. You, the government is there to serve you. So let them serve you and let your voice be heard don't just be some quiet, meek, humble thing, thinking that the meek shall inherit the earth. Um, maybe that's true. I don't know. Won't go down that track right now. But that's uh, another hour. <laughs> another hour. Yeah, you know. I, uh, and, with, and with that, buddy, just quickly, you know, let's support each other. Support small businesses. Forget yeah. corporations. Support small businesses. Put your dollar into other small local businesses right now because they need it more than ever. They sure do. You know. Um, great, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on, and thank you very much for your. Very open, very candid sharing of your opinions and always valuable. Love hearing what you've got to say, man. I hope it's been of value in some way, buddy, but I appreciate the opportunity. It certainly has. And uh, listen, I'll be back tomorrow with Jules Brook. Uh, tune in for that one. Let's uh, see where that conversation goes. Always <laughs> love Jules. Great value. Mate, have a great day. And you. All the best. All the best. Yep. Take care.